Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. I'm actually annoyed at something right now. I was just looking over. Somebody tweeted me because I tweeted a picture. of I'm wearing a uh, my Mary Buckmas uh, sweatshirt today that I had uh, um, someone design, Jay Bird's drawings design, and I put it on a sweatshirt. So it should be the only one there. And somebody tweeted me saying, oh, I finally found that sweatshirt online and bought two of them. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I just Googled it, and I do see it pop up. How is that even possible? Unless Jay Bird himself is, of course selling these things, which in that event, I guess I would have no issue with. But how is this You possible? should have trademarked that. Dude, how, yeah, how does that... I don't understand. I never thought that this would be the case. Mary Buckmas, women's apparel. It's the And it's the same logo. This is the exact logo that I'm, that I'm wearing that I had created. What What's would happen if you here? got that for your wife for like her birthday or a holiday? Um, my wife has no interest. You know what? Michelle Margot saw it at uh, SNY, and she was like, I want one. I was like, no, you can't have one. I know your wife has no interest. I'm saying that's no. She would, it would that. be a bad idea for you. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. But I'm. Uh, I can't, how is this even possible? This is my idea. Because you didn't shirt. copyright it. You didn't trade it. You didn't do anything with it. You made yourself so your shirt. Somebody just saw my logo get tweeted out there, and and they're creating their own shirts. What is actually because of the logo? If anybody had a right to like a claim, it would be Jaybird for the drawing. But Even Mary Buckmas, you just it? you just put the words out there. Yeah, well, the Mary Buckmas. I mean, nobody else said that but me. But what about if I paid for the logo? I don't know these the logistics. I got to talk to Jerry about this. He's usually like a father figure to me with this stuff, or an older brother more so. But this is ridiculous. It's the same exact logo. What's going on here? 
They're stealing my ideas. You can make a tank top, women's apparel. I got to buy my own stuff now. I want to ask Jaybird if uh, if he's doing it. And by the way, it's not a bad price either. You mean I could have made money on this? 877-337-6666. Miriam is calling from Forest Hills. Good morning, Miriam. Good morning, Sal. How are you? How are you, Miriam? I'm doing great. The Islanders won last night. I'm very proud of them. Yeah, what a game it was for Sorokin. Well, it sure was. Yeah, Islanders get a nice win. Look, I'm hoping they make the playoffs, Miriam. Yep, me too. They're on their way. It's going to take time, but they're on their way. Yeah, it's going to be a I'm nice run for them. They'll get into the postseason. Hopefully they can beat the uh, the Canes and then yeah, get, okay. get eliminated by the Rangers. Before. That happened before. You said this is Kings weekend. The Kings get to play the Devils, the Islanders, and the Rangers, and hopefully all the New York teams win against the Kings. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I mean, look, as long as the three New York teams get in the postseason, I think it's going to be a fun playoff. I mean, and really, as long as the Rangers are in, that's all I care about. But Rangers-Devils first round will be great. And if the yeah. Islanders could ever get in there and get to a point where they could meet the Rangers after they beat the Devils. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. No, it because would. for me, you know, it's, it would remind me a little bit, Miriam, of 1994, which I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with. Where the Rangers yeah, swept sure the have. Islanders, or Rangers took the Islanders out, then they took care of the Devils. You know, oh, after, yeah. after the Capitals, of course, yep. uh, on their way to winning the Stanley Cup against Vancouver. So, in, yep. a, in a postseason, if you could mimic what they did in '94 by beating both the Islanders and the Devils, sign me up for that. We'll see. And you have to watch Saturday. The, the Rangers play the Caps, and that would help the Islanders a whole bunch if the Rangers beat the Caps. Check it out. Yeah, um, that's this Saturday. Yeah, three yeah. o'clock. Yeah, I and mean, that's yeah. It. It should be a fun game. Rangers back in action tonight, I believe, in Detroit. You know, look, yeah, mm-hmm. and the deadline is Friday, of course. I'm hoping yeah. for Patrick Kane, Miriam. We talked about it before. Rangers, yeah, gonna be, that's right. He would help. Yeah, yeah. Larry Brooks of the Post saying that the Rangers are going to be in on Patrick Kane. I'd love to see if they could somehow fit him in. Good idea. Oh, by the way, for you, Father's Day is June 18th. June so 18th. Yeah, because I looked on the calendar. So now, here, here's the question that I have, and thank you for the call, Miriam. Good to hear from you. Because I just remembered for a second uh, that I am, in fact, a father. I know. It slips in my mind sometimes. Hard to believe, isn't it? But I was thinking of my father, who's no longer with us, and then like, oh, what's the, what's the difference? Father's Day, who cares? But I forgot that I'm a father. Now, does that mean that I get to do what I want on Father's Day? Or does it mean that I have to spend the day with my daughter on Father's Day? How does that work? I've never been the father before. I mean, you know, last year, but my daughter was like one. And even this year should be just a little over two. I still feel like the child. How does that work? Glenn is calling from Franklin uh, Franklin Square. What's up, Glenn? What's good, Sal? How you doing? Good, Glenn. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah, I wanted to make a point on Donaldson. Um yeah, I feel as though he's been washed up since the year that they lost to the uh, since the Blue Jays lost to the Royals that year. He's never been the same player, especially in the playoffs that year. But um, it was funny you were just talking about the wrestling, how you put it on in the background. Um, I do the same thing, man. It takes me back to a time and place that um, you can't you can't duplicate, right? Right. And hearing those sounds, the announcers right. specifically, whether it's Heenan, Ventura, McMahon, Gorilla right. Monsoon. You you've watched. You know, we grew up. If you grew up in that era, you watched. Yeah, those I'm, 40, I'm forty. I'm forty six. So, so when I was eleven older, and twelve, right? 
Right. I, I couldn't appreciate Heenan back then because I didn't understand his humor. But if you go back oh, and you listen God, to it, it's great. the guy was just... Some of the, the stuff just, now, I mean, they, it's you know highly offensive, a lot of the stuff that was going on right, back then. Correct, but, correct, correct. But aside <laughs> from that, you know, how many times did you go into the... VHS store, uh, you know, the the local uh, video store, rent those tapes and, and watch them, I mean, endless times. Yeah, and, you go on YouTube now and you could, uh, you know, just dial up WWF Wrestling and like you said, some of the stuff, of course, it would never fly today, but if you look at some of the Iron Sheik's interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's just, to me, it's comforting. Like, I can't watch it, obviously, the same way that I did when I was five or eight or whatever right. age I was. But it's comforting right. to have on in the background, and it's funny to hear them. It's just, I don't know. It's something that I like doing with uh, whenever course. I'm doing busy work, have that on in the background if I can. Of course. I was I was actually listening yesterday, and you had that kid Emmanuel on. He said he was born in 1999. I was like, wow. I was going to call in, but I was running a little late for work. Uh, work kind of early, but um, 1999, that kid was born. Like you said, he missed, so many, missed out on so many things. 96 with the Yankee run, you know, mm. hanging out in hanging out in Hooters on Hempstead Turnpike and hanging out by the bars at St. John's for that, for that run was, was just crazy. I mean, I don't think these, I don't know what these kids do today for fun, but you can't, you can't replicate well, that yeah, run, you know? I'm, I'm sure they, well, no, that's the hard part. And thank you for the call, Glenn. I appreciate you checking in. However you chose to celebrate it is, you know, your own business there. But the fact that Emmanuel, we had uh, Emmanuel Barbari, who's done uh, plenty of overnight shows and was doing the update yesterday, who was in for Marco and is a Yankee fan and wasn't born until 1999. I don't know how I would feel about that if I were a Yankee fan and missed the dynasty or if you know it happened with the Mets in some hypothetical world or in some alternate universe, whatever you want to say, and I was born right after they, they've you know won three championships or whatever it is, and you don't even get to experience that. I mean, the only thing that would be close for me is I was born in 79, so I did not have a chance to have an understanding or appreciation for the Islanders dynasty and their cup run. Like, even though it happened in my lifetime, I have zero recollection of it. Now, I'm not an Islanders fan. Not today, anyway. (laughs) But it doesn't, so it doesn't mean as much to me. It would just be weird if I was born right after something like that, never experienced it. Because as a fan, you're dying for your team to win. Poor Emmanuel. The young and that he is, he's only seen one World Series. You know, one World Series championship in 2009. Jim is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Jim? Hey, Zach. How's that, buddy? How are you, Jim? Good, good, good. I don't know if you remember me. I, I called a couple of weeks ago. We're talking about Patricia's. Restaurant yes, and, and, um, of course. Pizza. Yes. Listen, I am driving right now. Um, I want to get in on the on the Met game, with you guys. Okay, I'll let you know. There'll be plenty of more details to follow. So just make sure you listen to me every single night, all night long, or whenever. Oh, it is that I I'm do on. all yeah. night long, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it, and then you'll you'll be able to find the details, and we'll get it hooked up to where you guys can uh, come and partake in the event. Good enough. Good enough, Sal. Uh, God bless and good night. All right, uh, that's it, Jim. There we go. Thank you. You have a good night. Short and sweet. Uh, how do you say your name, sir? Fotios? Fotios, yeah. Fotios. Fotios from Glen Cove. What's up, Fotios? Hey, I'm just uh, driving into work. I love your show. 
I listen every day. It's the first time I'm calling in. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment quick on the XFL because I really enjoyed it. I was watching Sunday, the Blackhawks game. Hmm. And, um, you know, they had, like, I had my wife's uh, mother over and her sisters, and they were playing with the kids, so I got time alone. I didn't get that during the NFL. There was no break or anything where I got people over, take care of my kids on my only day off. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to sit sit in my basement. I put on the game. I had DraftKings on, and it was like, it was good. You know, I did a scoring drive. The play was, one of the plays was almost over, and they have that fourth and 15 from the 25-yard line rule. That changes everything. Which is what now? Explain this to me. So it's like you're allowed to convert on fourth down, so you go to your own 25, like, to score. They bring you to the red zone if you want to convert on fourth down, but you have to be fourth and 15. So you have to convert 15 yards. Otherwise, it's a turnover. So, and you have to go, so is there any punting in this league or no? There is punting. You can punt. But, like, towards the end of the game, let's say you want to win it, they do, okay, we're going forward on fourth down, so they bring them to their 25-yard line. If they convert, they get their first down on in scoring territory. Hmm. And what if they don't get it? Then you turn the ball over where it was? They're right right there, right on that 25-yard line. Uh, interesting. Like if you would I have punted, that's more, where you start. Uh, let's see, rules. What's this rule called? I'm not sure what it's called, oh, but if you look it up, it's like fourth, fourth, okay, fourth quarter onside kick alternative. Yes. Option yes, to sir. keep the ball with fourth and 15. So instead yes. of an onside kick, you keep the yes. ball and you go for it from where? Your own 25? From the, the scoring 25. So like From the opponent's 25. The opponent's no, 25. No, it's, it's your, Fleeks is telling me it's your own 25. So your own 25. Oh, your own 25. Yeah. So fourth quarter onside kick alternative. Instead of going for the onside kick, which nobody gets or which is hard to get, you have the option to keep the ball and go for it fourth and fifteen from your own twenty-five. I like that strategy. Interesting. That's a hell of a rule. Yeah, it I mean, I don't, I don't know if these rules. And you, so you bet on you were betting on these games or on this game, right? Yeah, on different drives and just you know. It was uh, all right. Well, that keeps you. Wasn't that, bad. That'll keep you into it. Look, if you're betting on it, and thank you for the call, Fotios. If you're betting on something, instantly there is interest. You're investing in it financially. And you know what? Maybe I will check this out. Here's. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Here's the problem I have. My wife is not stupid. She knows football season is over. We watched the Super Bowl together. Imagine me, who is working like a maniac as it is, imagine me going to my wife this weekend at any point throughout the course of the weekend. One of these games there. Fleeks, are they Saturday? Are they Sunday? What's the deal with these XFL games? I think they're both. Last weekend they were Saturday and Sunday, so I'm guessing they're going to always okay. be both. So imagine me walking into the bee's nest as it is, bee's hive, whatever. And imagine me saying, honey, I'm sorry I can't do that today. Or actually, I just gotta, I'm going to go watch the game. What game? What are you talking about? Mets don't start yet. No, it was a, it was a football game on. Well, that's football. I thought football was over. We watched the Super Bowl together. Rihanna, what do you mean? No, it's just this new league. Oh, I'm telling you, that's not going to go over well. 
Now, I, I got to look at the schedule, I guess. Let's see. Schedule one of these games. If there's a game, the only chance I have to possibly watch one of these games. Uh, all right, there's an 8.30. Oh, there was an 8.30 last weekend, I guess. Week two. So we're week two here. Well, there's a Thursday night game tonight. The St. Louis Battle Hawks and the Seattle Sea Dragons. The logos and the team names are like a knockoff. Remember the old video games if they didn't have the the licensing rights? You know, kind of like those knockoff sweatshirts that are out there. Mary Buckman shirts. But the old video games that don't have the actual rights to use the the NFL logos. And that's what this feels like here. Like made up stuff. The St. Louis Battlehawks taking on the Seattle Sea Dragons. And the logos look like they sound. Josh Gordon's on one of these teams? He's on Seattle? Did they drug test in this league? We'll find out. So that game is tonight. Yeah, today is February 23rd. Tonight at 9 p.m. I may have to check that out. I can watch that. I'll be at work, so I can watch that. Who knew? Remember Ben DiNucci, who filled in for the Cowboys yeah, a couple years ago? Yeah, said before. Barely, but yeah. He's the quarterback for Seattle. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to be watching the game long because Ben DiNucci is the quarterback. That's going to be their biggest issue is they don't have any quarterbacks. The NFL doesn't have any quarterbacks. I mean, the NFL's right. Daniel Jones, a top 15 quarterback. You think the XFL is going to have good quarterbacks? Well, let's see. Saturday, they have a game at 7, and then Sunday at 4. Sunday, I'm out. Oh, Sunday at 4, and then Sunday at 7. I guess the night games are possible. I don't know. Now I'm at least somewhat intrigued. And then what's going to happen is I'll put the game on. The quality of play will suck. I'll lose interest. I'm not going to bet on it. And then that's going to be it. I'll give them a chance, though, tonight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
cannot believe, Salakata back on the fan, I was just talking with Jerry out in the newsroom. I cannot believe that there are websites out there selling my Mary Buckmiss hoodie. Hey, I don't care. You listen up and you listen good. I don't care if you trademarked it or not. I created that. I came up with Mary Buckmiss, and we have the proof. You go back to over a year ago when I coined that phrase on the airwaves here. There is proof. That is my phrase. And I really don't care that people get the hoodies. I mean, the more the merrier. But somebody should not be making money off of that. Unless it's me. I can't believe it. I thought this guy on Twitter was joking. Oh, I finally found the website. I bought two of them. What? And here they are. I got screwed. I don't know how to trademark stuff. I just create stuff. I come up with stuff. Oh, man. That's annoying. Live and learn, I guess. And I'm more annoyed. Forget about the money. I'm more annoyed that I wanted to be the only one to have it. Maury is calling from Belmore. What's up, Maury? I just sold out 120 sweatshirts for the family. <laughs> and up? I got the, and I ordered another one, Sal Licata for president. I don't know. Yeah. This guy's selling them all over here. It's unbelievable but, uh, what's going on here. Sal, you're a creator. You need to get paid, pal. You need to get paid. I don't know these things. I'm a neophyte. Yeah, well, we, uh, let's get your trademark lawyer. We'll get somebody to That's what I need. I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, everybody's got a guy. <laughs> So two things. First of all, Father's Day, do nothing all day. That's the rule in my house. I, it's, I'm the king. If I don't want people to come over, if I want to lay down all day, if I want to eat, puke, sit in my <laughs> underwear and scratch my uh, yeah, that's my belly. Bed. They right. let me do it. Okay. So so everyone like. So if my wife says like, hey, do you know, do you want to go out to dinner with with us, or do you want to go to lunch and spend some time with Sammy, my daughter? then do I say no because it's my day? I don't feel like doing that? Well, if you want to spend time with your daughter without your wife. Right, but now you're making me, you know, now I'm the bad guy. Because if I say... No, no, no. No, if I say no, I want to go out and, you know, whatever, play golf. Not that I do that, but I know it's a popular thing that everybody does. No, I want to go out and do, you know, and then it's like, well, you don't want to spend the day with your daughter? Hmm? Well, I just say serenity now, serenity now. Leave me alone, everyone. (laughs) It's my day, and I'll figure it out. Serenity now and sanity later. Yeah, and on the baseball front, I don't know. Do you think both teams, they made a big splash? Do you think that, that, that somebody going to make a big splash before the season? Can we get one, some more pitching for the Yanks, maybe another bat for the Mets? I feel like uh, we we, 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 went at, we started with a bang, and now we're going in the beginning of the season with a win. Well, they're, ba- they're basically done, Maury, and thank you for the call. I don't know what more you'd want. The Mets are done. They're not, getting any, uh, they're not making any more additions. The Yankees, I would not be surprised. Now, I don't expect it. But I would not be surprised if Cashman's got something up his sleeve, whether it is acquiring a left fielder, whether it is dealing from an area of strength or an area where they, you know, have an overflow, like the infield with Glaber Torres. Maybe they just make maybe they just dump Glaber Torres. Or not dump him, but maybe they move Glaber Torres and it opens up a spot for LeMayhew or for Volpe. I, I that's the one scenario that I would see, and I don't know if that would be a blockbuster or not. But that would be the one thing that I would keep an eye on that possibly the Yankees could look to make a move where they move um, one of their infielders, in particular Glaber Torres, and maybe try to get a, a, a left fielder, an actual left fielder, instead of the people that they're rolling out there. Phil is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Phil? Uh, good morning, Sal. 
you know, your uh, <clears throat> trip uh, down memory lane, nostalgia lane, has uh, brought back some good memories for me. I'm almost 74 years old, and I'm old enough to remember having gone to see Sandy Koufax and Duke Snyder and Stan Musial play at the old Polo Grounds. I saw Mickey Mantle play many times at the old Yankee Stadium. I saw Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell play at the old Madison Square Garden on 8th Avenue. Okay, and I can go on and on and on about this, okay? And uh, my point being... Yeah, what is the point? Because I don't remember. What trip uh, down uh, Nostalgia Lane or Memory Lane did I take? That led well, you to this. Yeah, you were talking about, you know, uh, things in the past, and so... Oh, so you were thinking about I was, uh, so it, it triggered some memories. And, oh, okay. You know, no, for me. And so I'm telling you, now all these places, what do they all have in common? They're all gone now. The old Madison Square Garden on 8th Avenue, which I went to many times. Mm-hmm. I remember when, when the Rangers, the coach was Red Sullivan, and their great player was Andy Baskate. Yeah. I saw him play many times. And you know how much it cost me to go to see a Rangers game? These were the greatest hockey players in the world yeah. at the time. One dollar. Well, 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 I remember, Phil, but I don't want to relive history here. We're just talking about, I mean, is there, is there a point to this, or we're just talking about uh, yeah, the point. Stuff? Yeah, the point is. The point is that all this, all this stuff is fleeting, okay? And uh, all the stuff that happened in the past. And, so what and, are you going to do me, about it? And uh, all we could do is, uh, is, is to uh, recall it, remember it. But, you know, what's, go- what's important now is what's going on now, right. okay? Correct. Because what's going on now will become history in the future. Right. So and, enjoy uh, now. And, 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 and to me, it's really a waste of time to be talking about, you know, what, what happened in the past. Because what happened well, in then, the past But you just was, spent five minutes talking about what happened yeah, in know, the past. Yeah, I know, because you brought this up. I, I know I didn't. You did. You, you did. No, no I didn't. Did. No, you did. You did. What did no, I, I, what did I, I bring up? You bring up Sandy Koufax and Hey, no, I know you. You were. I mean, I was listening to your show. I love your show, by the way. Well, thank yeah, you. I was. I, I was listening to your show, and I'm hearing about uh, people calling uh, about wrestling. You know, from 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, Hulk longer. Hogan and, I think longer. And, and right. The WrestleMania Macho three. Man and stuff yeah, like that. Right. So I started thinking about stuff. Okay. Even going so back you, further, right, just I'm so, old enough to remember. Right, just so I get. Just so we're on the same page here. You didn't like me talking about the old school wrestling stuff, so you called up and talked more about old school stuff. No, I, didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I loved it. That's why I'm calling. No, I get it. I appreciate you, the call, you, you Phil. You triggered the memories. Well, I appreciate that. that. Thank you. Know, you. Yeah, come on. This is a friendly call. It's of course. Angry call. Of course. No, not any. Who's angry here? I appreciate I mean, the call. I mean, I mean, I'm excited over the idea that I'm on the phone, that I'm talking to you. Right. My words are going out there. Right. And people I, are I hearing saw, us rambling saw, on now. I saw a ton of stuff. Oh, no, I get it. A ton it. of stuff from the past, okay? I know, I Phil, I got I it. Phil, look, let me just tell you something. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you taking the time to call. This is not a, uh, a a bad goodbye, but it is goodbye. We need to move on. Thank you very much for the call. Very, very appreciative of your call and listening and a little trip down memory lane. But we must move on. Eddie is calling from Rockland. What's up, Eddie? Hey, Sal, how you been, buddy? <laughs> Eddie, how are you, man? Good to hear from you. All right. How was Aruba? Uh, very good. I wish I was back there. Yeah? Where'd you stay? You By stay myself. No, no, I'm just kidding. Honey, I love you. Um, Yeah, we did stay at the Hyatt. It was very nice. Yeah, the Hyatt's nice. All right, couple I mean, questions. it's Aruba. What's Jones- not to like about it? The, the weather is perfect there every single day. I got a nice tan. I had nice meals. I was relaxed. It was great. Well, it's a five-hour flight. That's what keeps me away from it. Why? Too too long? It's actually four hours, maybe a little under four. 
Yeah, after about two and a half hours, I get a little jittery and uh, I start uh, hate flying. I was so. Where do you go? Day. You could only go to like Florida or something. Where were you from? Uh, Bermuda and then Carolinas and hmm. Florida and okay. Maine. Yeah. It's the East Coast. Okay, but uh, Daniel Jones. Say Daniel Jones had a mediocre season. What do you think? Uh, and the Giants were just letting him hang out to dry. What do you think he would accept now? Good question. If he had, Coming off of a mediocre year, what he would take? It's a good question. I, I mean, I still probably think you're talking about $30 million a year. Mediocre or bad? By the way, you could define his season this year as mediocre. It wasn't like he was lighting it up. Statistically, it was, in fact, mediocre. 50, he, threw for, he threw for 15 touchdowns. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, listen. Before the season started, I wasn't want to get rid of him and Barkley. But uh, they put some value on themselves, so let's cash in on that value. But either trade them, do the lock-in, and, and uh, if you want them, you could get two first-round draft picks for them. But no one's going to give you two draft picks no, for them. No, no chance. My thing is this $45 million talk for these guys that are they show one year out of five or one year out of four, mm-hmm. and it's you just don't understand it. And all of a sudden, they're, they're going to hold out or they they got new uh, representatives. But here's, a, here's another one. The Jets. Okay, um, you know, they're searching for their quarterback. They don't know. But wouldn't you think changing, like, uh, the, the the coach, like Peyton, if you would have brought in a Peyton and you don't know what's happening with Zach, don't you think the development of the offense and the quarterback would happen a lot quicker than trying to shop for the regular, uh, for the best quarterback out yes, there? Yes, yes. I think it's more important, Eddie, and thank you for the call. Appreciate checking in. I think it's more important to have the right head coach and the right foundation laid out there to bring a young quarterback into that you can then develop properly. That's the way to do it. That's why the Jets have not been able to do it because they haven't done it the right way. They've never built the proper foundation with the right head coach and brought a quarterback in. It wasn't Rex. It wasn't Sanchez. That was not the right foundation. Obviously, it wasn't Sam Darnold or Todd Bowles. Not Adam Gaze. And it's not Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. Now, let's start from here. Forget about looking back. Let's start from today. Today, moving forward, forget about history, like Phil said. Who wants to hear about the history talk? If the Jets are able to bring in Aaron Rodgers and they go out there and have the success that we think they're capable of with Aaron Rodgers, now you are building a foundation. You have young players on defense. They have the pieces on offense. We know about the offensive line and so on. If they have success, let's just say they make the playoffs in the next two years, each of the next two years, and they lose in the championship game, something that unfortunately they're all too familiar with. Now, I know it's been a while, but it happened losing back-to-back years in the championship game. Let's say the Jets playoffs next year, losing the divisional round, following year, losing the championship round. Rodgers announces his retirement. 
The Jets have now established a foundation with young players, assuming that they keep it together. Young players on the defensive side, and also assuming that they're carried mostly by the defense. They have weapons on offense. They've been a team that's been a team now two years in a row in the postseason. If you're just joining us, this is hypothetical. I'm not losing my mind. And now you can bring a quarterback in to that situation. Now, I still don't know that Robert Saul is the right guy. You know, who knows what Hackett's deal is by then. Point is, you need to have some sustained success. Or at least somebody that has a clue as to what they're doing as far as developing a young quarterback. But I think it's hard for, even look what the Cardinals did. Cliff Kingsbury, right? They fire Wilkes. They get rid of Josh Rosen. They go with Kingsbury. They go with Kyler Murray. And predictably, that blew up in their face. Now, that was a great offensive mind with a top pick. And they still couldn't make it work because the foundation wasn't laid first. Andy Reid laid the foundation. There are no shortcuts. Laid the foundation. Went there, built a solid team. Alex Smith is the quarterback. Team had some success. Then they were ready to go to the next level. You know, obviously they drafted Mahomes, had him sit for a year. Then they transitioned to Mahomes, and look what's happened. Now, that may be one extreme example of a successful foundation. But clearly, Reed knows what he's doing because he did the same thing in Philadelphia. You need that foundation laid, whether it's just by the head coach himself, and then you can insert the quarterback in, or whether it is with the combination of a Young, preferably offensive-minded head coach. Look at Dable. Now, a little different with the Giants because some pieces were there, but Dable himself has built the foundation where he got the most out of Daniel Jones this year. And the Giants, in year one of a total rebuild, went to the divisional round of the postseason out of nowhere. Remarkable. Now you're going to try to build around, uh, assuming that they keep Daniel Jones, and that's why we keep talking about it. It's a big talking point, obviously. It's a big, you know, they need to figure out what they're doing with the quarterback situation. They want him back. How are they going to do it? And then from there, how are they going to build the rest of the team? But at least part of the foundation is being laid where Dable showed he can be a solid head coach here. There are a bunch of different examples out there whether it's current, whether it's you know in the past. The Jets, unfortunately, have not been one of those examples for a very long time. Maybe Rodgers can help turn them in that right direction. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. show with Al and Jerry. So we'll finish up with your calls. Remember, I'll be off. Well, not off. Uh, what is today? So today's Thursday. So I'm not doing the overnight tonight, which would be my normal shift on a Friday, 12 to 5. I am instead working in the afternoon on CBS Sports Network on Friday. So 
Don't think, oh, Sal's taking another day off or something's wrong. I'll be here working just different hours. So stick with me, and you can always follow along on Twitter at Sal underscore Licata. 877-337-6666. Rich is calling from Louisville, Kentucky. What's up, Rich? Hey, Sal, Mary Buckmas. Mary Buckmas. And it's copyrighted and trademarked, or it's going to be. I I can't believe it, Sal. I was listening to you the day you said it. So if you need a witness when you sue, I'll be there. Thank you. You better believe it. See, here's the problem, Rich. I really don't care enough, and I don't want to spend the money that it costs to go through it. But come on. What's fair is fair. It is my creation, and they're stealing it from me. And I was waiting for you to promote it to say, oh, you buy one of these hoodies and I donate all the money to charity. And I wake up this morning and I'm listening to you and you're like, they they took it from me. No, <laughs> no I don't want to buy one. No. <laughs> you know what? You got to make it. You got to make a T-shirt that just says like MB or something. No, this is the logo. This is the logo that was created by Jaybird's Drawings. We talked about it together. He came up with it. I told him I was going to put it on a shirt. I paid for it. I bought the logo from him. Oh, my God. Oh, God bless you. Whatever. There'll be more to come. Hey, listen. So, uh, the reason I was calling, lifelong Giant fan. I've been down here in Kentucky for a number of years, but I grew up in Connecticut. I got to tell you, uh, uh, Joe Shane, I I wonder if he's going to keep Either one of them, Daniel Jones or Saquon. I, I, he's got a M.O. and the Bills have an M.O. of just saying, you know what, we got to move on. I'd be stunned, Rich, if they moved on from Daniel Jones. I, I mean, I'd be stunned. Now, I might be pleasantly surprised and excited about what the future would hold as far as drafting a quarterback or what Brian Dable is going to do with a project or you know trying to develop a young quarterback. I just don't think it's realistic Jones will be back at least next year, even if it's just on the franchise tag. I, otherwise, I'd be stunned. Yeah, I hope I hope you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to compare him to Eli, and the only thing between Daniel Jones and Eli, while their stats are similar, Eli already had a Super Bowl under his belt by now. Um, I think, if, if my memory serves me correctly. But, I mean, I, I, I would love to see Daniel Jones and Saquon back just because it feels like the foundation. But the way this salary cap is structured, it almost seems impossible. I don't know. Yeah, it's but. not impossible, but it's going to be tough, Rich. And thank you for the call. And we'll see with a team like the Bills now, where we talked about it before, Fleegs and Marco and I were going over with it, with the – quarterbacks who have the highest salary cap hit and Allen now all of a sudden in this year his contract takes a major leap up to where it's going to be 40 million bucks against the cap you know it's going to hurt the bills building out elsewhere it's you know timing's a big part of it as well obviously which is why the Jets situation is a good one where they have all these young guys all over the field whether it's the offensive line, defensive line, the cornerbacks, the wide receiver, running back. They have a lot of young stars that are on rookie contracts. They can afford to pay Aaron Rodgers $60 million a year. The Bear calling from the Bronx. Hi, the Bear. How are you, Sal? How Sal, are you? you're way off base. With? First of all, with the Aaron Rodgers situation. Just don't need Aaron Rodgers for two years to build a foundation. You build a foundation by, you're exactly right, drafting a quarterback and building on it. The Jets did that once with Namus. And I'm going to tell you, if they do this with Rodgers, 
they're going to regret it. Why? And how, how would you know about building a foundation? First of all, you're an Atlanta Falcon fan. They've never built a quarterback. Hey, hey, the bear. Ball. Hey, the bear. Two, two things. One, my fandom has nothing to do with this. Two. Oh, it does. No, no. It oh, does. no, it doesn't. Oh, two. Yes, it does. Two. It you does. are. No, no. Two. You, you are. Had, you had a loser quarterback, and you lost the Super Bowl. So you don't know what it is. Uh, you're. You're. You. You are. I have a million bad words in my mind that I want to call you, but I'm in a good mood today, so I'm not even going to go there. Like, you're not going to get me aggravated. Your stupidity is on blast. Like, everybody can hear how dumb you are. And this is me being nice. I'm not calling you anything. I'm just saying your stupidity is out there for everybody to hear. You you sound like a fool that has zero clue about anything. You talk about, it's not Aaron Rodgers that's going to build something. It's drafting a quarterback that builds a foundation. And the Jets did that with Joe Namath. Right. That's the example you're going to use? Joe Namath in the 60s? Can they do something since, for goodness sake? Is that too much to ask? You don't think going to get an MVP quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, turning that losing franchise into a winner is going to help build a foundation moving forward? Then I don't know what to tell you. What's What, what else are you going to do? How to work with trying to draft a quarterback? Pick one. Anyone. There's, a, there's plenty to pick from. How'd that work? Gino, Sam, Zach, Sanchez. I mean, you pick one. And then, you silly, silly man. And then you have the audacity to bring up the Atlanta Falcons who are irrelevant. You guys got to let it go. You talk about the Falcons more than I talk about the Falcons. But since you brought them up, you don't think that they built a foundation when they hired Mike Smith and Matt Ryan? By the way, I'll have you know, and again, this is me now teaching you. I'm educating you. Listen, and you're going to learn. Prior to the arrival of Mike Smith and Matt Ryan, the Atlanta Falcons never in their franchise history ever had back-to-back winning seasons. That includes Mike Vick. That includes Steve Bartkowski, Deion Sanders. Never in their inept history, Jamal Anderson, Dan Reeves, never in their inept history did the Atlanta Falcons ever have back-to-back winning seasons. Guess what happened in the first two years with Matt Ryan and Mike Smith? That was a foundation that they built. One that was very successful. One that, unfortunately... Got as high as a 28-3 late third quarter Super Bowl lead. But believe me, as a Jet fan, you'd kill for that success. You fool! And that was me being nice. Pat is calling from the Bronx. Hi, Pat. Hi, Sal. Now that the Brooklyn Nets have gotten have lost the their who? chance at the superstars, uh, are you willing to, to support them a little bit? They are yeah. a New York team based in Brooklyn. Yeah, I like the underdog. But like, you hated well, them when they had Toronto and Irving, oh, right? No, no, I didn't. I never hated the Nets. No, of course not. But I mean, they, they are they a second class team like the Mets are a second class team like the no. Jets are a second class. No, here's the difference. 
the the Nets are from New Jersey. Like in my mind, they're the New Jersey Nets. And they don't really count. Like I don't count the Devils and I don't really count the New Jersey Nets as a New York team. You know what I mean? But you understand they're playing in Brooklyn now, yes? Yeah, I know, but they move so much. It's like I'm confused by it. But I, I mean, I enjoyed them under Kenny Atkinson when they had Dinwiddie the first time. Me too. I, I think I can enjoy them with Jacques. I like Braun Jared. Now. I like Jared Allen. Uh, I like Karis Levert. I like the team as well. All kidding like aside, Pat. All kidding aside, I do believe Sean Marks. We talked about this yesterday with Call brought it up. I, I like Sean Marks, and I do think Marks can build it back up again. It's just an embarrassment what happened. I mean, think about it. The Nets now, since they've been in Brooklyn, have gone all in twice and have failed miserably. Like, flat on your face, scraped, embarrassed, failed miserably. Whether it's with Garnett and Pierce and obviously now with Durant and Kyrie, it's it's an embarrassment. I understand, but it's not as scorched earth as it was with Pierce. It's not as scorched earth, do you think? I think maybe they have a better shot to come back quicker. Yeah, I think they're in a better, 100%. You are 100% right. Look, I like I like when teams do it the right way. We talk about building a foundation in the NFL, and thank you for the call, Pat. The Nets did that, or were doing that, with Atkinson, with Levert, with Allen. And then they went and got Durant and Kyrie, and we understand why. But they they overdid it by going to get Harden and blew everything up. You know, firing Atkinson, that's when they lost me. Now they have Vaughn there, you know, young head coach, but one that's going to work hard, get the team to play hard, have some young, promising players. So they are much more likable now, if that's what you're asking. They're much more likable now than they were with Kyrie Irving on the team. But you know why I like them a lot better now? Because I know they can't win a championship. And it's not that they're a second citizen. It's that this is a Knicks town. It's always been and always will. And the Nets had an opportunity, and they didn't take advantage of it. The Knicks have been so bad. We talk about the Nets falling flat on their face or being embarrassing. The Knicks have been so bad for so long, and they still... Still have the attention of this city. So I don't even really want to get into the comparisons. It's not a fair comparison. The Knicks are always going to be the premier team, the Knicks. But the Nets are going to be a team who's been better than the Knicks. Whether it's the Jason Kidd teams, whether it is, you know, even these teams with KD and and Kyrie. Because the Knicks are so dreadful. But now it's, it's changed. Championship dreams have come to an end, and it's back to reality. Nice little Nets team. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleeks. Thanks to Manny Rodriguez helping out. Training along with Fleeks, of course, the last couple of nights. We appreciate his help. Thanks to everybody who called and who listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. WFN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.